0: Welcome to Gilmore Boys. This is season one, episode three. Hey, everybody! Let's go. Damn it! That's the worst intro ever. We're keeping that. (laughs) That's in the can. Uh, So, everybody, welcome. Three episodes already. Three episodes of this. We're on our third episode. Uh, It's Gilmore. I'm already sick of it. Sick of it. Done. We're not getting episode four. (laughs) Um, it's yeah. So it's episode four, of Gilmore Boys, and uh, well, let me just let me just start it off with the with the kind of the I can't speak. We should probably just end it. Uh, let's let's start off with our disclaimer. That
1: that 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 was episode three. Thanks, guys. Um, thank you for listening.
0: So, quick disclaimer: uh, we are not affiliated with uh, Gilmore Girls whatsoever. We would love to be, but we're not. <laughs> Uh, so, if only If only uh, we're, we're in the middle of writing fan fiction There is a ton <laughs> of Gilmore Girls fan fiction out there I don't know if you've looked that up
1: I have not okay. But I will after this show So
0: now that we're laughing at that I should also say that we're not here to make fun of Gilmore Girls um, We are here to make fun of the fan fiction But not the show itself We're here from a male point of view To analyze episode by episode And we are now on episode 3 Which is called Kill Me Now um, but before we get into that,
1: how was your week, Adam? Which is very, which is which is very appropriate. It's true. Don't kill me now. So how, just as a quick aside, can can we have our next episode? Can we have a section where we just read and review fan fiction for Gilmore Girls? Can we do that? Well,
0: let's let's be honest. <laughs>
1: um, I haven't watched this week's. I got through
0: seven minutes of this week's episode, and. Um, <laughs> And that's because I rushed out to Target last night, and and, and 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 Adam, I gotta, I gotta come clean. I rushed out to okay. Target last night to get the exclusive Steelbook Blu-ray edition of Interstellar, because I'm an, oh, I'm a nerd, and so I was. I can forgive you. You you that can. That amazing. Yeah, I was watching like all the special features and and totally nerding it up. Um, yeah. So I got through seven minutes on the San Diego trolley this morning watching Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Um, so I think we will read some fan fiction today. Maybe I'll just this we'll just wing it and see how it goes. But um, in the
1: version that you bought, does Neil deGrasse Tyson give uh, Matthew McConaughey a hummer? No, too okay. soon. Okay, Now wait. Before we get into episode
0: three and, and talking about it, so Matthew McConaughey narrated all the behind the scenes of Interstellar, and I was so oh excited, uh, like. Like, I mean, I've always liked uh, Matthew McConaughey, but man, we both can agree, ever since True Detective, he's my hero. Like...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, even the, even the car I'm in, commercials. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. And those car commercials that everybody makes fun of, I'm like, oh, shh, quiet, quiet, Matthew's talking. Like, <laughs> I get so excited.
1: Wait, wait, Rust is on the TV. Yeah, Hold on. Rusty's on. <laughs> he's
0: babbling about the wicker man again. Um, or whatever that, whatever that guy's name was, but, uh,
1: the yellow King, the yellow King. Oh my God. Yeah, I need to rewatch. I need that. to rewatch. That season was so fucking good. Okay.
0: Anybody, li- anybody listening to the millions of girl <laughs> Gilmore boys fans out there. Um, you guys should watch true detective season one, eight episodes. Holy shit.
1: There's only a little bit of incest. So it's okay. Is there any incest? Oh yeah, there is. There's a lot of incest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. Disclaimer: There's a lot of incest, and it's weird. And it's but... be- it's between Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> That's the cool part. <laughs> oh, do you th- do you think there's slash fiction out there about Rust and whatever uh, the the other character's name is? I bet there is. My
0: answer for the internet is: there's always
1: one. <laughs> there's always there's one. Always one. Those of you for those of you familiar with 4chan rule 34, but, um, what were we talking about? Yes. Um, <laughs> Gil- Gilmore girls. Yes. Okay. So episode three, season one, um, I'm just going to give a quick recap. Uh, it starts off at their normal Friday night dinner. Um, the topic of conversation is that Rory needs a sport at Chilton. Um, so they start going through the list. Uh, Emily, uh, Lorelai's mother suggests golf. And then Richard is all like, Nope don't do that and then she's like no richard could teach you and then richard's like ah oh, god damn it emily um actually it would have been better if he said that but he didn't no um yeah no he doesn't say um, god so they it. end up go no he, he ends up going and it's a little awkward at first but they end up digging it um both of them take a steam at the end not together apart but they both what? end up taking a steam yeah see this is what you miss when you don't watch <laughs> let this be a lesson to you but anyways, um, they start becoming friends, um, and they're, like, talking about books and, like, traveling and all this nonsense. And then uh, Lorelai gets all uh, mad because Rory is, like, into the whole Country Club li- lifestyle, and she has a lot of baggage with that. Um, and then, of course, Emily is holding that over her head because she was right. Uh, this causes Lorelai to get into a nothing fight with Rory over boob size. Yes, you missed them arguing over boob size, James. But whose boobs? And, uh, uh, both of them.
0: Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> They were arguing over the size of (laughs) Rory's boobs?
1: Yes. Yeah. So basically, you you know how, like, if you're really mad about something but and then you'll pick a fight about a different topic just to, you know, to fight about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So Rory is wearing one of Lorelai's... uh, blouses or whatever and then Lore- Lorelai is just like "I oh, always stretch them out your boobs are too big and then like they go into this whole back and forth about boob size and then one of them storms off and that's basically what happens wait whose boobs um, are too big uh, Rory's according to Lorelai which I have a hard time believing but hey alright I'll, I'll hold comments um, go ahead oh, <laughs> I was, as soon as that came out of my mouth I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna get burned for that one. Okay. Um, so uh, the other stuff that's happening: uh, Lorelai is planning a wedding at the inn. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, Suki's freaking out. Um, her and the fruit guy are like fighting over shit. And um, the other interesting detail is that it's a double wedding, and it's a pair of twins marrying another pair of twins. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it, really. That's the show. That that's the show. Yeah, that, that was the entire episode. Hmm. <laughs> you don't sound impressed. I mean, I could go back and do it again. I mean, w- you w- sh- was that subpar? Probably, actually. <laughs> with a little more gusto, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> all right i just imagine like you're like the big hollywood talent guy in the back with like a big stogie you're like ah you don't got enough moxie yeah you know it's just like yelling and spitting that's um mm, i do a lot of that every day at work (laughs) (laughs) i do do you do that in interviews it's like i i like you kid i like your style and i like the fact that you got moxie what is moxie you don't know what moxie what the is hell? moxie is like um it's like when you it's it's the old-timey equivalent of saying that you have balls like you have the balls. seriously the something. yeah it's a good word moxie it sounds like a cleaning product moxie <laughs> probably is a cleaning product let me let me look up the official definition hold on all right fine moxie i don't even know how to spell it now it's got to be M O X I E. I bet ah you're an asshole yes um force of character determination or nerve yes yes well oh this is interesting it's mid-20th century from moxie the proprietary name of a soft drink so you're not too far off
0: Hmm. (laughs) well I've never heard that before. You know, you know, know,
1: fuck me for trying to have a conversation here. All right. (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Well, let's
1: (laughs) listen. I do have to say something
0: and and I want to say this for, for Lorelei's benefit. I'm starting to get to know these actors names. So, uh, Lauren Graham, you did a great job this, this episode, but I do want to say, um, everybody, I'm going to adjust my mic. So hold on. Okay. There we go. Um, I think she did a really good job at the wedding, Lorelai. Not Lauren. Lauren didn't do shit. There was set directors there, but Lorelai. I, I don't know. I really like like she she made the um, again. This is from the first seven minutes, so anything from eight onward, I never saw. <laughs> but uh, that the one woman who's the mother of the two Bratty twins, she did a nice job. I mean, I get why people come to the Independence Inn, um, but oh, yeah. oh I re- I did have something. Wait, wait a second. I wrote something down, and it was... Oh, damn it. Oh, man. My notes didn't get saved, but here's what I was going to say. What is the guy's name that I don't like? (laughs) He's Lorelai's helper. Michel. 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 Again, I want to repeat, I can't stand Michel. He is the worst character on the show. But then again, (laughs) the actor that plays Michel, if you're ever interested, we would love to have you on the show but
1: um he i wanted you to realize we're not like making him welcome at all I did, are you aware of that tough he he's going to come on he's coming so here's what i was going to say
0: um i wanted to just give i there's some there's some fans of the show that are just fans of I'm Sorry, the fans of Gilmore Boys That are just seem to be fans of, of us and, and what we're doing But I've had a couple fans actually say I've never watched Gilmore Girls and, I, and I'm actually really stoked about that Because I'm like If you're listening to us And you haven't watched Gilmore Girls I actually think that's really cool Because uh, maybe we're doing an okay job Of just explaining it Or maybe we're doing the worst job in the world That you can't even fathom What that show actually is We're
1: We are painting a picture of a show That doesn't exist That's right,
0: that's right <laughs> This is us hoping to get a pilot greenlit that's never been done. Um, No, but I was going to say for anyone... Dude, that's our our long con, man. That's our shtick. That's true. (laughs) But uh, So I wanted it for anyone listening who is not familiar with Michel, he said the quintessential thing. Now, I'm not going to do his accent. I'm going to read this quote. And when I read this quote, you won't need his accent because his his accent annoys me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to the actor. Uh, But here's what was happening. The two twin uh, groomsmen walk into the Independence Inn. And I guess they look really douchey. Again, to those actors, no offense. If you're ever around, we'd love to have you guys on the show. But uh, Lorelai says to Michelle, um, you need to go greet them. And he says, no. And then she says no, you have to. And he said, well, I won't like it. Or no, he said, well, I won't be nice to them. Right. Quintessential, Michel, that's that's basically everything he's all about. And you know what makes me mad? Um, the African children. So, no. <laughs> so, there's African children starving. We know this because of Sally Struthers, um, uh,
1: who also makes an appearance on this
0: episode. Who also makes an appearance. But the problem is, is that there are people out there who are struggling. There are third world problems. Okay. Now you and I don't know about them, but I know that I hear about them on TV. That
1: then, sounds scary.
0: Well, right, right, right. So <laughs> then there's Michelle, who just has to speak with a French accent and help people walk into an inn and he just doesn't want to and that piss that's that pisses me off because I think about all the African children that would love his job and oh yeah that's what it picks it makes me mad.
1: Okay so I don't, na- I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait where are you going where are you going somewhere with that? No that's you-
0: the oh <laughs> fuck.
1: Adam, are oh, you okay? Jesus. Are you okay, Adam? I'm i I'm, o- I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. Adam, um, I can't hear my... you. Are you all right? <laughs> <I'm> uh... <laughs> sorry. My um my my uh vanity license plate that says death and my MC ride cassette tape just fell off the shelf for some reason. Did you send so me my horrible. Christmas
0: present yet? No, I
1: still need it it's staring me right in the face. I'm a terrible friend. Uh so yeah, it is April. <laughs> And uh, I'm currently holding James's Christmas present oh, in my hands. I just dropped it on the desk there. It's cracked. And um yeah, I I don't know why I'm holding on to it this long, but I am. Did I get you something and, um, for Christmas? You did. Okay, can we just get Dude, you bought me the entire series of Seinfeld, which is probably the coolest gift I've ever gotten ever. Man. After you said we are not getting each other Christmas presents. I am I am a pretty awesome person. You are go on, and then of course, and then of course, like I'm, st- I still feel shitty about that Why? because I have been enjoying the hell out of Seinfeld, and I'm staring at your Christmas present as if I'm holding it for ransom, <laughs> all because I haven't driven down to the post office yet. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, you, you should you should play up like the Jewish mother angle. Like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I should do George's you know, I, mother. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. I could die tomorrow. I'm fine.
0: No, forget about it, George. What's her name? What the hell is her name? Frank? Estelle. Estelle. Okay, that's what I thought.
1: Estelle. That's what I thought. Estelle Costanza. Estelle Costanza. She's great. She should be on our show. (laughs) Let, um, hold on, let me look. I did meet, I, no, no, I didn't meet anybody. Never mind. Yes, you did. Who did you meet? I was going to say I met the Soup Nazi because I met the Soup Oh, Nazi. yes, we
0: did meet the Soup Nazi. You know, I was also going to say I met Jeff Garland, and he was a sweet... The sweetest celebrity I've ever met was Jeff Garland. And I... Jeff, if you're <laughs> listening, you know you can be on this show. Anytime.
1: Anytime. Jeff, you fat fuck. Jeff, you fat um, fuck. Dude, her name is actually Estelle. It's Estelle Harris. Oh, really? How interesting. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Which goes mm-hmm. with your original theory uh for for those uh listeners um James yeah. you want to explain your theory well
0: no we talked about it last week for all those all right, diligent all listeners right. we the idea is and no offense to Lauren Graham but the idea is that i think there's some actors out there that really only play name, they're like their own names like so the, their characters can't be if i'm James if then i can't be you know Jimmy, I can't even think. Uh, (laughs) Teddy Swanson. I can't play Teddy Swanson. The great Teddy Swanson uh, that I just made up. I would have to be just like James or Jimmy. I couldn't do anything else. Um, And this actually came up today at work. I've never watched... uh, It's always sunny in Philadelphia, but uh, apparently Charlie Day... I've heard, I've heard. Um, But apparently Charlie Day always plays... Characters with the name Charlie And if I remember correctly And let's go to IMDB now uh, If I remember correctly His character in uh, Pacific Rim name Charlie? I
1: believe so <laughs> That would be awesome We'll take a look let's here see. Pacific Rim Yeah,
0: I'm looking Pacific for the cast rim. No, maybe not
1: No, Dr. Newton Giesler Okay
0: Proven hey, wrong If Charlie Day
1: can 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 play Dr. Fig Newton Then you most uh, certainly Can play things other than your name Dr. Fig Newton Is going to be the new
0: character That You dress up as for Halloween every year This is what I'm proposing It's, okay. it's an old man Who is drunk Who thinks he's a scientist But he's not really a scientist And his name is Dr. Fig Newton And he walks around from house to house and it's kind of your shtick. It's like, oh, like your your wife is like, please don't bring out Doctor Newton again. And th- that's going to be your
1: new thing. So, so this is Doctor Steve Brule meets like Mr Wizard or something along yes. those lines. Yes, and Doc Brown. <laughs> it's
0: Doctor Steve Bruhl, Doc Doctor Wizard. No, <laughs> Mr. Mr Wizard. Mr Wizard. He's Wizard. not a doctor. He is also no longer with us. I miss Mr Wizard. R.I.P. R.I.P. He was awesome. Br- br- um, there is, uh, some DVDs you can get online of old Mr. Wizard shows and man, five thirty, six in the morning, right before school. That was always awesome.
1: That was the only time I watched it. What's the only time? I'm pretty was- sure that was the only time it was ever on the air. Yeah. Reruns or otherwise. Yeah. So good. Uh, in case you're just tuning in, this is the <laughs> Mr. Wizard <laughs> podcast. Um, we're talking about everything, Mr. Wizard. Um, so yeah welcome welcome everyone so okay so why 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 since i've watched the entire episode why where did you leave off where where was the last thing that you saw
0: last thing i remember seeing was a a meth addict uh choking a little stuffed bunny on the trolley um and it totally (laughs) it totally got my uh my brain out of sync i'm trying to think you know what it was it was right when right after michelle's little tirade about uh uh, the two twin groomsmen that came in and and then truly a meth addict started choking a stuffed bunny, so I, I had to go. But um, Well, I, I, okay, here's the thing. I was going to say, you know, I was never into golf, but my... Um, I was going to call him my husband-in-law, but that's not correct. My father-in-law, uh, who is the sweetest man, um, started teaching me how to play golf... And uh, I never really picked it up just because I didn't have the time, but I always loved learning. Um, and, and I think I think there's something to like learning golf or just learning the techniques behind it. Because if, if you're not a golf player, you'll have to realize that you don't just swing at the ball as hard as you can. In fact, that just, it's, it's, it goes against the grain of what you're trying to do. It's all about a specific form and just with the perfect amount of torque, you're turning your body into a spring. And essentially knocking this ball into oblivion, so it's kind of awesome because when you when you hear somebody who loves golf, and I imagine Richard on the show is a huge you know love lover of golf. If you know as as a as a male figure who taught me golf, and not that I know much of, about golf at all, but it's really endearing. I have a lot of respect for it. I have a set of golf clubs. I just never use them, um, and so I can I can relate with Rory, and. I get it. Here's the thing I don't get. Lorelai, who gives a shit? Right? So what? Now, oh, you know what was funny, though? Was, so, at dinner, when they were discussing that, yeah, you know, golf would probably be the way to go, let's let's set Richard and Rory up, Lorelai and her mom retire, they retire to another room. Very. There's no way they do anything other than retire at that moment. They retire to another room, um, and... They kind of discuss in private, like, no, this shouldn't be done. Yes, it should. And this is the first time that we see Emily, the mo- the grandmother in this case. Man, she's manipulative and she's great. And I was thinking about it. She manipulates Lorelai. Lorelai doesn't want this to happen. She feels like Rory's just being nice and won't say no to her grandfather. But Emily, she just... Sits there and smiles, and she's got a retort for every single thing that Lorelei says. And I was, I was studying her when I, and I was watching her do that smile. Now, when I get in an argument, I don't know about you, Adam. I get heated. I'm a total New Yorker. I fly off the handle. I can't keep anything down, and I talk over people. And I had a lot of respect for Miss Emily because um, she was calm and collected. She smiled. And out of the corner of that smile, she said, fuck you. She's playing golf. And I was like, man, that is you are so cool and collected. She was like the George Clooney of that episode. (laughs) I'm I'm serious. And yeah, I, I thought I thought. I thought her performance was pretty great. It's a nice little opening to see where she's going in the long run. I mean, this is her character. She's kind of a little bit of a well, manipulator, i to say. Like, yeah,
1: that's that's just her character from then then on in. I yeah. mean, like it's and, and you and you see even more the next day when Richard's getting ready to leave for for the golf thing. She like Rory knocks on the door. And then she, like, before she opens, she looks at Richard and goes, you will enjoy this and you will teach our granddaughter how to golf and it's very important that we look good to, like, all the people and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then she opens up the door and is like, oh, hi, how are you? And you're like, yep, she's one of those ladies. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, what did you think? Were you were you blown away by her, I wouldn't say Not. her performance. Oh.
1: <laughs> Not even kind of. <laughs>
0: the actress that plays emily i believe her first name is kelly if you're listening we would love to have you on the show and i apologize for adam's (laughs) lack of respect i do
1: (laughs) kelly it's kelly bishop um and edward herman r.i.p um so yeah i mean she is manipulative um but she's no um i was gonna say patrick Bateman, but i don't think that's the right word patrick Bateman's just crazy um she, I mean, she's okay. I didn't get much out of that. Uh, what I did get out of that scene, which I don't know if you noticed, was the grill in front of the fireplace. No, was the was the spitting image of the NBC Peacock. I think most. I think most grills in front of fireplaces are are, <laughs> the, are the NBC <laughs> logo. Was this one colored or was it gold? Yeah, it was gold, but it looked like the NBC Peacock. Just saying.
0: What is with that peacock? Where does that originate I mean,
1: I don't from? No, no, I'm just I, saying. I, why, why do television stations need mascots? I, I don't well, know.
0: Right, because things. CBS, CBS has the eye, and that one makes sense. It's like because they were kind of you know. I feel I think of CBS as synonymous with, um, uh, sixty minutes. It's just like we're the eye for the old people. we we've got to watch on the media, <laughs> you know. And ABC's ABC's dumb. It's a little sphere with ABC in the middle. But but NBC said. Let's peacock this bitch up.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't know why they felt the need for a peacock.
1: I I couldn't tell you, um, but well, I think Jack Donaghy had something to do with it.
0: Ah, uh, see, I'm not a Thirty Rock fan. Ugh, ugh.
1: I know. Why are we friends? I don't know. Uh,
0: because of Kimmy Schmidt. Now that shit's great. <laughs> I'm telling you. I haven't seen it. Oh, yet. you're missing out.
1: I know. It's scarier than True Detective. I'll tell you that. What? No, it's not. Oh, you see, I'm gullible. You can't do these things to me. Gotcha. April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It is April Fools, isn't it? Were Were there any good April Fools jokes on the internet? I saw that Pac Man thing that Google did, but that I mean that that was pretty cool. But I didn't I see, see anything it. Else. No, I uh, I got um. pet
0: box from Redbox. That was stupid. Um. <laughs>
1: No, you mean you could buy you could buy pets? No, okay. From I've Redbugs? I've
0: got one for you. So I'm I'm going to see. I'm going home for Easter, and uh, when I do that, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going home to my in laws, and, and it's going to be great. Uh, my mom's going to be alone this Easter, and, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I've been feeling a little bit bad. She is the all time prankster for April Fool's. So I thought today she'd get me. So she tells me tonight, she said, I am so excited. Um, her great-niece, which is my niece, is driving up from Jacksonville to spend Easter with her. And I said, Mom, that's that's really awesome. I'm, I'm so excited. My mom's a little older. Uh, she's, she's in her 70s, but doing great. Um, and then I said, that's so awesome. I mean, that's really cool. And then she goes, April Fools. And I... And I said, "Wait, why is that an April Fool's joke?" And she said, "Cause you fell for it." And I said, "Mom, that's not funny, and it's horrible."
1: Like, <laughs> but that's why it's funny. That's I don't know because you started you started engaging all of your little sentimentality, whatever's, and you were all into it, and then she's like, nope, April Fools." Yeah, I'm alone. Yeah, that's it's... what it was so weird. It's like.
0: <laughs> ha ha! Like, I don't know. That's
1: horrible. That is pretty bad.
0: What are you doing? What are you doing for Easter? I was going to say Halloween, but you don't um, have plans yet for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. How do you know that? Yeah, I don't have plans for Halloween. Um, no, Nothing? I, I am a lapsed Catholic who does not celebrate those things. A lapsed? So I will be lapsed Catholic. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you think I was like, like a still a Christian, like a Catholic person? No. Oh, but okay, okay. let's let's talk about Catholicism for a minute. Um, sure, why not?
0: I went to Adam's wedding. All due respect, it was great. It was great. But what was, um, what was interesting for me because I'm not Catholic. I, I really, I never really understood the religion because I was never exposed to it. Um, I was raised Christian. So what was what was funny to me, and I kind of pride myself in in being a a shoe-in for Judaism. I I think there's no reason I shouldn't be a
1: Jew. Oh, you would be a wonderful Jew. Just putting that in. I would
0: go so far as to call myself a Jew-in. But, um, (laughs) anyway, I I kind of, you know, there's a lot of neurosis uh, built around Judaism, just in the culture itself, not really the religion per se. But, um, so I watched... At your wedding, and then there was there was communion at your wedding, right? There was, wasn't there? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, communion. There's yeah, there's snacks. Hey, Welches. <laughs> Um No, so at, at at the communion, I didn't take part. I didn't. It, communion has always weirded me out. Um, it's just I don't know. It freaks me out. Uh, something about like the. Well, it's it's pretend cannibalism. Right. It's re- that's the part that always weirded me out. Also Yeah, it's
1: very strange. I don't
0: think any I mean, guys, bread and grape juice don't go great together. It's not really the not really the little snack I was hoping for. But anyway,
1: um <laughs> I'd rather so have You s- do know it's actual wine, right? I'll see at my church. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's literal wine. Yeah. I mean, you can have it when you're a kid.
0: That's so fucked.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I mean it's not it's fine. I mean I but it's it's weird it, whatever. We're going to get in politics yeah. anyway. Here's the thing that weirded me out. <laughs> I didn't take in communion so I was sitting back watching everyone. And so the priest who um well anyway, he he took the the golden goblet. Now of course, when he picked that up, all I thought about was he chose wisely. Like <laughs> 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 So um, and in fact, the God. next time you go, you go to uh, that church and you have communion, I think you should whisper in that priest's ear a little bit and just do like, you chose poorly. I think
1: that would be really funny.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Well, yeah.
1: If, if the movie is in any indication, he chose poorly. Yeah? But anyways. Um, so the funny thing is he takes the
0: cup. He fills the wine. He's the first person to put wine in in the little goblet or whatever. And and then he blesses it. Cool. I get that. And then he's kind of blessing it for the whole uh, church. Right? Yep. No. He doesn't just bless it and give it. You know what he does? He drinks out of it. And then he gave it to you. And then he gave it to a whole bunch of other people. And he's got this little doily that he wipes it off with. But I just thought... I mean, I my mouth was on the floor when I saw this, and I just kept looking around going, are you, this is so, this is just unhygienic. This is awful. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I, funny enough, you know, I, I've spent a very large portion of my life in churches, and I've never thought that to be odd. What? I don't what? know why. Yeah, I don't, dude, I don't know. No,
0: I know, no, I mean, I get dude,
1: it. It's your tra- tradition. I used to be an altar server. Like, I used to have to, like, help him, like, prepare all that crap. I never thought that was weird. Well, and, and now I... that I think about it, it is weird.
0: Yeah, see, I would probably be like, hey, when's the last time you were sick? You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How you been feeling this week, you know? Like, <laughs> I just don't want to get a cold. That's all I'm saying. I just don't want a cold.
1: I, I, I can respect that. Actually, I I, rem- I, I come from a, a long line of, of uh, doctors, and I remember one, one time we were at church, and, and one of my aunts leans over and goes, ah, it's so unhygienic. Yeah, it's so, right. Like, she basically said, yeah, she basically said it, and I was like, ah, you're crazy, but, you know, yeah. Well, me and your aunt, we're going yeah. places. Yeah. <laughs> so what one interesting speaking of catholics um one interesting quote that i heard uh over and over while rory was getting a steam and while rory was uh chatting up all the the various people at the club uh, <laughs> richard goes she is the like it's like some lady comes up and he's very obviously fake nice to her and she drives away and he goes that is the most odious woman I have ever met. <laughs> oh, What does that mean? Odious is just like. like Odorous? Like the, she, odious. It's basically saying she's the worst person. Like, I just do not like her at all. Um, so, anyways, Rory's getting esteemed. That same woman um, is sitting down with her friend. Another lady comes in. They start chatting. They're all nice to each other. And then, she, as soon as the third lady goes away, she leans over and whispers, going, That is the most odious woman I have ever met. So apparently, if you're in a country club, you use the word odious a lot. Huh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. I think it's
0: time for a little fan fiction.
1: (laughs) Have you been searching all this while? No. I've got something... Or you just have that shit stored. I
0: got that shit, son. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm reading that (laughs) on my Kindle. Uh... All right,
1: here's what we've got. <laughs> this is. Um, Make sure to put it on your Goodreads, all right? Yeah, I know. That's true,
0: that's true. I don't know. <laughs> Goodreads is cool. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if I have permission to read this, but whatever. Uh, this is a piece of Go More Girls fan fiction. I'm just going to do a little excerpt, and I'll probably jump around a little bit. I've been skimming it. Um, the author is Deep Fried Cake. That's their handle online. Um,. And this is, uh, the synopsis is this is a real, true explanation of why Luke becomes an idiot during season six. So we're gonna jump ahead a little bit, and there's no spoilers in here, so don't worry about that. Uh, And the title of this fanfiction is, The Truth is Out There. So (laughs) here's here's the first thing.
1: Does it cross over into X-Files?
0: I think it kind of will. So, um, let me see here. Sorry, there was one piece. Okay. Okay. Lorelai took a deep, shaky breath, running her hands up and down his arms, trying to accept that this was all happening, to believe that Luke, her Luke, was back in her life. I know I'm going to have a bunch more questions after I get a chance to digest all this, but the main one is, what happens now? Well, I... Luke stopped suddenly and grabbed for her left hand. Where's your ring? He asked, rubbing a finger over the spot where it should have been. It's upstairs, she confessed. I should have given it back, but I just, I couldn't. Good. Then first, we'll get that ring back on your finger. That is, if you still want it. Of course I do. Of course I do. All right. Now I'm going to skip a little bit ahead in the story to the end. And we're going to talk about this. Okay. Skipping ahead couple paragraphs her tears evaporated against the self-warming material covering his chest she tried to hold him hey hey don't you judge deep fried cake no all right i'm sorry go on all right i scolded you like a puppy that was kind of funny <laughs> I didn't mean to. No. no no adam no. uh <laughs> Right now, your dog, Nigel, is in the other room with his googly eyes just looking up and responding to the no.
1: <laughs> He's like, what did I do? What now? did I do? What? Huh?
0: huh. Um, okay. She tried to hold him as tightly as he was holding her. I love you, Luke. I love you, too. He kissed the top of her head. Dude, Luke knows what's going on. You, you kissed the top of her head. Uh, now, can we get the rest of the way upstairs and start getting things back to normal? Absolutely. They continued upwards, turning towards the bedroom. Hey, Luke? She asked thoughtfully. What? His voice was already husky, probably thinking about what was waiting for them beyond the doorway. (laughs) Sorry. Did (laughs) Did you bring back some of whatever they gave you to make you look so good? Because we could make a fortune marketing that. She was prepping a whole bit revolving around his good looks to tease him, but her jokes never had a chance. Because Luke had other ideas on how to best spend his first night back on Earth with the woman he loved.
1: Wait. Yep. Wait, 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 yep. wait, wait. That's the wait. end of that story. Whoa. That's the end Whoa. of that story. Whoa.
0: That's the end of <laughs> that, wait, that story. Do, <laughs> That's horrible. We should not be laughing. This is not nice. Wait, 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 We missed
1: the whole section where Luke was not on Earth. <laughs> you missed that whole section. That's
0: the punchline.
1: <laughs> the aristocrats. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, Christ, man. That is awful, and I would like some more of it. Uh, so I, I, I think that that we should regularly dip into this. Apparently ample supply of Gilmore Girls fanfiction.
0: Okay, what I... Okay, I forget his name, but he's like the town mayor. He's kind of kooky and nobody can stand him.
1: Oh, yeah, the guy that owns the... Yeah, he owns a little ice cream
0: parlor or something. Um, I am so hoping there's some like erotica around him. (laughs) What's... Oh, and I have to mention, the fan... What's his character's name? Hold I on, forget. what's his character's name? But while you're looking that oh, up, God. I have to mention the oh, website. And I just pulled from one website. This website had 17,000 fan fiction pieces written for Gilmore Girls. No, that's inaccurate. Well, let me pull... There's no way. Let me pull no her back way. up. Let me pull her back up. Um, I don't know, man. I'm seeing... His name is Harry Porter, apparently. No, I'm seeing 14.6 thousand. So 14,000 fan fictions written in
1: this one site. Just saying. Uh, Do I dare ask which site this is that you're looking at? This is
0: fanfiction.net.
1: Ah, okay. You went right to the source. Hell yeah! So anyway...
0: (laughs) Sorry Dude, for that. Seriously,
1: the, the, the mayor's name is, his character's name is Harry Porter. Yeah, I mean, is that right? Oh, this dude's from the Big Lebowski. He's the other Lebowski. He's the other Lebowski. The other Lebowski you're and... right. No, that's, okay. Okay, I'm going to have to look into that because I don't know if I believe that at all. But, um... You're a Lebowski. I'm a Lebowski. <laughs>
0: Talk <how it> goes. <laughs> Hey, really quick, while you're looking that up, I, I want to take one quick moment for our sponsors. Uh, we're really lucky to have sponsors, and uh, I just I want to take a moment for them. So um, This week's is, and I haven't read this yet, but this one uh, is from uh, Berry Cream's Clean Cream. Uh, so, so here we go. I, I haven't used this product, but I'm really excited. Uh, and, and so here's what they wanted us to let you know this week. Dr. Barry Crean has developed the first cream, which actually cleans as it creams. No, that sounds fine. Why would we need it to sound different? No, it sounds fine. Barry, you wouldn't know. I don't. This is funny. Barry, you wouldn't know a fucking thing about writing ads for the radio. I'm the one who took that advertising class. So. So what if it was 20 years ago? I know advertising. You know you... you I know. it's this is, uh, You don't know advertising. This cream's not just going to sell itself fine. You have all the answers. I'm just submitting this as is. Forget it. Well, it doesn't... Uh, listen. It sounds like Dr. Barry Cream was not able to get a full ad out this week, but... Uh, I'm excited to try his clean cream. I don't know what it does
1: though. So unfortunately, we are a two-man crew and we simply do not have the time to proofread all this ad no. copy. So I mean, we're sorry. No, you know what? But, um, I'm not going
0: to I'm not going to charge Dr. Crean this week. So Dr. Crean, if you want to send in a new ad next week, revised uh, even if it's just this, and you want me to read it again, that's fine. It's great, but uh, yeah, uh, we'll give you another shot. No, no harm, no foul. But uh, hope you guys figure yep. out whatever issues you're having. <laughs> uh, so anyway, did you
1: did you find any more? I know I feel bad for. I know it's that's hard so, when you're starting is, out. It, you know. I know, I know, and and they sound old and they sound sweet. So I I. I I'm I'm sorry for laughing, uh, but yes, the the mayor of Stars Hollow is indeed Harry Porter. Okay, that's his character's name. What's his and actor's he name? Is, though uh, he he's the regular Lebowski and Big Lebowski. That's uh,
0: not his so. actor's name.
1: Oh my god, I hate you, uh, David Huddleston. But now it
0: all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Poor David Huddleston. Well, uh, hey. I, I'm. He was in Blazing Saddles. Apparently, that's that's badass.
0: Well, um, I don't know. I feel. I mean, this. I at least the seven minutes that I caught wasn't really eventful. This episode, and I have to say that, you know, so far I've I've seen a lot more episodes in the future, and they they're fun. They're really fun. This one didn't seem to go much of anywhere. Yeah.
1: It, it was well. I mean, the, the entire point was yeah. the introduction of the fact that. Lorelai is not comfortable with her parents' lifestyle, and she is most uh, importantly not comfortable with Rory enjoying their lifestyle, even if she wants, you know, them to be friends. So, so she's very conflicted. Um, so, and and there is one scene where um, it shows this this sort of stereotypical waspy mother who's a sort of Whispered, yelling at this girl um, who's can't be more than like five, um, who's like fidgeting around in a wedding in her like in her dress or whatever, and and the lady goes, "I didn't spend five hundred dollars on this dress for you to go rolling around in the grass or you know something like that." And and both lorelei and Rory see that, and it's sort of like the oh, that's the other side of the coin sort of deal, yeah. And that's like this the scene where they make up, and you know, so I mean, basically, the, the entire episode is about that conflict. Them realizing that it's not as bad as it seems between the two of them, and then making up that—that's—that's that's pretty much the entire episode. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty. It, it's. Not, it's. It, it was a pretty boring episode.
0: Yeah, it was, but that's that's not a big deal because the show's long. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of episodes, and and I really love everyone that I see, so we'll just keep going.
1: Um, oh, I still enjoyed it very much. Yeah. No. Also, it's great, you right? you missed out. You missed out on um, uh, Richard's man boobs. Oh, you get to see Richard Ma- Richard's man boobs, Edward. Herman. You should probably go back and watch that. Yeah. Well, I know I will. He's like, he's wearing a bathrobe, but like it's specifically like pulled out Open. so that his man boobs hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Oh, one
0: thing I have in my notes here is that right at the beginning of the the show, this was kind of funny, I guess. Um, when everybody's sitting around the, the dinner table, right before they start talking about golf and everything, no one can remember any third party's names. Like, they can't remember the help's name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I and I wrote here, and I think this is because I was watching it. It was early. I hadn't had coffee yet. I wrote, no one can remember any third party's names at dinner. Hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just... <laughs> I just want to say... I've never heard you say hijinks before. No, listen. I've
1: known you for so many years. I've never heard you use the word hijinks.
0: I just want to say, for everyone, I'm big into hijinks. (laughs) Like, I... I know you are. No, I love, like, a lot of the kind of funny, corny, but quirky 80s and 70s films that are just like, oh, here's a little hijink. You know, like a little Benny Hill. And, like there's like two cars just chasing each other or I don't know I mean the perfect hijinks film to me is like hear no evil see no evil have you seen that Adam? no listen to me I'm just gonna give you this premise and you're gonna go holy shit that's awesome it's Richard Pryor as a
1: as a I like it already as a
0: blind man okay (laughs) and Gene Wilder as a deaf man oh yeah, and it's like a
1: holy shit! I need to see it's this. It's awesome. That sounds so good. And listen, it's what a it it's called? it's
0: called See No Evil, Hear No Evil. I'm pretty. It's listen. It's hilarious, and it's a murder mystery, and they're trying to solve a murder together, like around New York City or something like that. And and Kevin Spacey, young Kevin Spacey, is the villain. Um, and there's boobs in it. It's a perfect movie. Oh. <laughs> I love that premise. It's so good. Fantastic. It's so oh good. Oh my god. Yeah. But anyway, hijinks is a big deal to me, so we're going to make this a recurring theme, at least on my end. The more hijinks that I see in this show, I'm going to just continually bring it up, because I feel like right now, we're on episode three, the The show is kind of finding its way. And it will find its way. Don't worry. The, the, some of the dialogue is really funny and, and ridiculous. But um, right now I felt like this sh- this episode was just a little weak. They didn't have many, many points of, like, comic relief. So they just went back to, like, Abbott and Costello, like, hijinks. They were just,
1: I don't know. I had to bring that up. So, hijinks. Can can we play the, the can the outro music this week be the, uh, the Benny Hill theme? Can we do that? Actually, no, there's probably, like, copyrights associated with that never mind
0: there is but fuck it fuck it we'll do it um maybe i'll find a midi version i'll find a really ridiculous MIDI version
1: a really terrible midi version i love it and and just in the spirit of honest notes um i i wrote down a quote from emily that uh um what was it lorelei goes oh where are my old golf clubs and emily goes they're upstairs collecting dust with the rest of your potential
0: yeah that was good
1: yeah, it was good, and and in all caps right next to it, I wrote "ouch," <laughs> which <laughs> I don't remember writing that, but it's there. What were you um, gonna? So, what was gonna trigger you later? You
0: know, like <laughs> what? Well, I wonder what your brain I, thought "ouch" would like. <laughs> oh, put "ouch" here because that's gonna trigger me to go off about <laughs>
1: blah blah. It, exactly, and it hasn't done a damn thing. Um, yeah
0: what wonderful commentary we have this week ouch and stating the audience hijinks wonderful we're worthless guys episode four is gonna be a lot better
1: yeah we're okay that that's all we got uh thank you for listening and and we're, we're very very sorry um Oh, I'm not sorry. I just, I'm just saying, keep on listening. It'll, it'll get, it gets
0: better, kids. Remember that. (laughs) Much,
1: much like Gilmore Girls, we will build and become more. For you. Oh, God. I felt, I felt gross when I said that. Ugh. God. Wait, 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 do we, before we
0: leave this week and if we don't, that's fine. I just didn't know. Do we have any, uh, did anybody write in or
1: everybody hate us? No, man. No, everyone fucking hates us. No fan mail whatsoever. All right. So, um, listeners, we love you. Please write us. Please write us and give
0: us fan fiction, erotica. Um, yes. I want some alien erotica.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's some like weird crossover shit that we're not even aware
0: of. Oh, I'm gonna find it. I'm going to find it. I want some Mulder and Scully and Luke and Lorelai action. Oh, God.
1: Oh. All right. Well, all right. That's all I got. Thanks, everybody.
0: Stay tuned for the Benny Hill Show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Later. Bye bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Young More Boys. Until next time.